Okay, good afternoon, everybody. Good evening, uh, depending on where you are here. Um, so, as you guys know, of course, then here's Maggie back with me, too. Um, there we go. All right. So, um, as you guys know, the new trailer dropped yesterday, and everybody's excited about this and interested to talk about this. So, we had to jump right on and and uh, 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 talk about this again right away, Maggie, and I really enjoyed talking about the first trailer, uh, and you may remember that in the first trailer, or after the first trailer, I should say, I went from really dreading this film and, like, you know, kind of hoping it would go away and I wouldn't have to see it, to like having reduced dread about it with the first trailer. So I was really interested to see a little bit more and, uh, and see what I would see in the second trailer. So I was pretty excited about that. Um, uh, anyway, Maggie, do you want to sort of just kind of give a little background? We, I, was, I was thinking at the beginning, I'm like, well, we shouldn't assume everybody like watched the, the first hour of us talking about it from before. So I hope you've watched the first trailer. If yeah. you're tuning in for yeah. this, this thing, but um, you might not have watched the first hour that we talked about the first trailer. Um, yeah, the last one, we basically just kind of set the ground of, like, here's what we know, here's what we're, you know, nervous about, what we're maybe excited about, and then watched the trailer and talked about it. But um, just to, to recap that bit, um, we know it's a biopic about Tolkien. It's kind of his early life um, up until his engagement in World War One. It's, you know, building the relationship with his wife, building the relationship with his original set of friends. Um, in terms of a film, it's a Fox Searchlight film, which is like an indie brand of the Fox brand. So we know it could be a little bit more artistic. Uh, the director is a stage writer. Um, no, the, the, sorry, the writer is a stage writer. The director yeah. is Finnish and, and kind of art house. Um, so it's got quite a strong artsy background. Right. Um, yeah, we know about casting and release dates and all that stuff. We don't know budget yet, and that's always a little bit of a, a buzz phrase when you're talking about a film production. So I'm curious about that, but it's still not out yet. Right. Right. Okay. There you go. There we go. That's where we are. That's where we are. That's what we know. So we're just going to start. We're just going to watch it through here. And if I've, let's see if I've done anything properly the first time this time and get the audio through to everybody. Um, uh, I'll see. Hang on a second. I almost did mess it up again. That was so close, but I think I've got it now. Okay. All right. Here we go. Since childhood, I have been fascinated with language. I've invented my own. You invented an entire language? Yes. I made stories. Legends. Tell me a story. In any language you want. Tolkien! It's about journeys. The journeys we take to prove ourselves. Adventures. We should form a club, a brotherhood. We change the world through the power of art. Music, poetry. And what about Tolkien? I want to write something. It's about magic beyond anything anyone has ever felt before. What it means to love. To be loved.
all the rhythms of language. I have to tell you, Mr. Tolkien, I've never come across anything like it. This is more than just a friendship. It's an alliance. An invincible alliance. A fellowship. fellowship (laughs) that's probably the line that i've heard most people complaining about um and like you know there's no question that they're like on like the edge of camp you know with the way that that gets brought in there you know it's uh feels a little bit forced though not more force than it did in the first uh, trailer, uh, really. That that whole kind. Con- in fact, the whole parallelism between their friendship and the fellowship, and you know, like you know, Tolkien's life and Tolkien's stories seemed actually a good deal less forced in this trailer than it did in the previous one because it was so much more the focus um, in the in the in the previous trailer. So that was one thing. Actually, I think that I um, reassured me a little bit more. Actually. Um, that's, was one of my big concerns that was still lingering, uh, certainly after that first trailer was, um, you know, h- how much are they going to try to belabor that? You know, how much are they going to try to make it sound as if like his stories are really just like, almost like allegories of his own life, you know, or like his own experience yeah. just directly projected into his stories, which is certainly a simplification and, and, and probably wouldn't do much justice to either one. Um, but again, I, I, so, okay. I'll give my honest, uh, my honest reaction. I kind of loved it. I was so surprised. I was I so, love that you're surprised. I was, I was, I'm almost embarrassed. Like, honestly, I'm shy to admit that I really quite like this trailer because own it, Corey. Own I, it. I'm going to own it. I am. I am. I'm, I'm coming out and declaring that I liked this trailer. Um, I, am not even sure why in some way. So, okay. So I, I, so I'm, I'm going to, if everyone will bear with me and Maggie, you can help probably me figure out what I liked about this. Exactly. <laughs> what, Cause I'm not sure. I don't even really know. Um, I, um, so, well, first, first of all, can I say my chief complaint uh, still zero percent, Chief O'Brien. Come on, man! Like I was so hoping for a, for a Father Francis Chief O'Brien shot, and I didn't get one. I, we got you know Derek Jacoby, which okay, fine, like he's a bigger name, but still, they're just holding out for the main film. Yeah. Corey. you got to keep something in reserve. I know, I know, but still, I, I though actually to um uh to spin that. Uh, semi-joking comments into a bigger one. Uh, And this, I know, has been observed by others, and I think it's certainly a very telling point. One thing which is, as far as I can see, 100% absent uh, in this depiction of Tolkien's life, um, of which we get absolutely no, um, uh, no hint 
it seems that I can detect in any scene is anything relating to his Catholicism in any way. No. <laughs> yeah, and the, the religious folks are getting real upset about that. You know, it's yeah. been all over message boards and whatnot that they haven't touched on it. And yeah, yeah. Kind of a big part of his life. Like, you know, regardless of whether that's part of the film fabric or not it's something that should be worked into the fabric of, of the person that you're depicting so yeah, yeah. it was quite surprising that not a single element of that I mentioned now i mean on the so like i'm not gonna like panic about that at this point because i mean for two reasons like so first in some ways i feel like i don't know i almost feel like it would be asking a lot of a film like this to really try to do justice to that you know, I'm not, I don't know. Uh, I'm not saying that I, like, appreciate, agree, and support the decision to, like, let's, like, ignore the fact that he's a Catholic and that that's super important to him and a massive part of his entire childhood, especially. Um, I'm not saying I support that decision or anything, but I am saying it's not like I'm shocked by it. You know, I mean, right. I, I, so my assumption coming in was that they were not going to place a large, uh, you know, I was, I was fixing to be pretty surprised if his Catholicism played any kind of significant role at all. So partially that's just really super low expectations that I'm coming in with. And in addition, on top of that, I would say, um, even if the film attempts to treat it at all, I'd be twice as shocked if the trailer attempted to treat it at all. I mean, the kind of, I mean, if like, imagine if in the middle, you know, like splicing in like images of like crucifixes or like, you know, the, I mean, like that would just, the and, kind, it would be weird. And how alienating, yeah. And how alienating that would be to a huge chunk of your, your money going, you know, money paying audience going folks like don't don't piss them off and scare them immediately give them a little bit of time to get to that yeah exactly so even if it's in the film it might be in the film i could easily imagine it being in the film and not in the trailer is what i'm saying so that's one of the reasons why i'm kind of holding fire on that point i'm not gonna i'm not up in arms about it because even if it's in the film i wouldn't expect it to be in the trailer so um so yeah that's that's um uh uh, I mean, it, the fact that they could have, uh, re- they could really put Father uh, Francis's um, role like really, really aside, and that is one of the things I'll be really interested to see, because uh, clearly, how they treat Father Francis is going to be um, a big. I mean, it has to be, I think, really arguably even the central element in how central, they d- yeah. handle his his I- Christianity. So. I, yeah, I'd be surprised if they made it central to the story, but it should be central to that element of his personality, certainly. Yeah. yeah. Kate uh, Neville says that she hopes that the non-presence of religious stuff in the trailer is a sign of a nuanced treatment of the religious side of his life. That's a very optimistic view, Kate. Let's go with that. <laughs> let's go. Until proven <laughs> we'll otherwise, let's go with that and say that's probably what it means. I agree. Um what did what did you think about the the um, I'm I'm hesitant to go straight into what I thought of the trailer, but there's one element of it that I I kind of just want to flag up the focus on languages. Yeah, they talk about it at the beginning. You know, I I made up a language. Oh, you made up a language. Tell me a story in any yeah. language you got, and then it comes yeah. back again 
at the end, sitting on that bench, you have a, an understanding of the rhythm of languages that I've not seen before. Yes. Filmically, yeah. that's confusing to me because I don't understand why that's important. I don't know why we're focusing on that so much because it doesn't drive the story aside to tell us that he's a storyteller. But we already have that from writing a story, tell me a story, I'm going to write words, you know. Right. Well, the, this linguistic element, I wonder if they're trying to shoehorn in this, well, this Oxford Dunn academic side. See, to me, it was... I was curious about that, too, though I was curious in, a again, a generally sort of encouraged way. I was I mean, when they started with, as you said, when I mean, it was I was surprised that they led with First that. thing. Yeah, I was right. like, for real. I mean, that you that's, led with academics. What? <laughs> well, I mean, with his language. I mean, and I, I honestly I so I think for me, although I, I, I totally hear what you're saying and how like from a like trailer narrative standpoint. It's a hard, to, you know, it, it, it might be kind of hard to piece together um, from a like Tolkien fandom standpoint. I was like, that's a little legit, you know, like leading the trailer <laughs> with, you know, I have invented a language instead of right. leading the trailer with like, I came up with cool stories. Right. They even implied again, again, you never can tell with how trailers are spliced and, you know, lines that are given in voiceover, you know, versus ones that you're seeing people say, you know, the timing and everything. But they give the impression anyway that he, they're actually going to ex- to to showcase the fact that it's the languages that come first and the stories which emerge from the languages. And that I mean. There's an example of something there that is way beyond my expectations of what I expected to see in this film. You know, uh, if yeah. so, uh, and so here's, I have a, I'm not sure if I have an answer to the question of what is the significance of it. Um, but if I had to defend it, here's how I would defend it. I would defend it with, um, where's, let's see, TCBS uh, playing rugby. And by the way, rugby, right? I mean, come on. Right. Tolkien playing rugby. This is, again, this is, this is props, right? This was a, this was an important thing. Um, but anyway, let's see. Not here. Not, no, that's the end. Um, uh, Before that. No, yeah, that's the, like, we're going to be in violet and in, we're invincible and nothing can separate us. Uh, the, uh, let's see. No, it was the art and poetry bit. That's the one bit that I'm looking for. It's before war oh, comes okay. out, isn't it? That's right. We get the lovey, lovey stuff, but the poetry is right before. Yeah. Okay. Here, here. It's here All right. Yeah. All right. So here's this, this scene contains my answer to the, your tray or your question about the language. A brotherhood. Change the world. Change the, the world. power of art. Music. Poetry. Music. And what about Tolkien? I want to... And what about Tolkien? And what about Tolkien? Right. Um, and I want to write stories is kind of an answer to that question, right? It kind of fits. But to me, the language at the beginning and the end is the answer to that question, right? Or at least implicitly, like the, the way that they frame... Because that's in the middle of those two, right? We get the Derek Jacobi thing after, and we get the the obviously the thing at the beginning, right? So this comes in the middle, you know. And what about you, Tolkien, right? And that's framed what? by the whole language. So to me, I was I was like, you know, okay, like that. It opens the especially since he says I want to tell stories, but we've already seen at the beginning him explaining to Edith that it's the languages that he invented, and like that's what led him to tell the stories. So, you know, this idea that there is something kind of like. On the one hand, like 
weirder, right, <laughs> than, than, uh, than the others. Like music, okay, sure. Like poetry, great, all right, yeah. And you, I invented Quenya, right? Like, you know, like it's weird, it's different, it's strange. But that's... And and his is the one with the question, right? And what about you? Like, what are you doing? And um, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so that that was that and was. And immediately following, and immediately following the the comment of uh, the the power of art and change the world, and then bringing that in, I definitely follow that. Just in terms of structure, I found it very jarring that that's what we opened with. And then she goes, tell me a story. And I hate weak women. So I was like, what are you doing to eat it? Come on. (laughs) But I also understand they need to appeal to the masses. And, oh, isn't that a sweet love story in a beautiful period film about this wonderful literary author? Fine. We'll play that card, too. Yeah. um, uh, Oh, and actually, as long as we're – hang on. Let me go back here. As long as we're talking about the, like – flirty Edith scene. Uh, um, I really liked how Nicholas Holt, is that his name? I'm so bad yeah. with actors' names. Um, yeah, uh, uh, so uh, I really like how Nicholas Holt was doing Tolkien. It's a language. I've invented my own. You invented an entire language? Yes. I made stories. There especially that, yes, I mean, he's awkward, right? Um, He doesn't appear to be attempting, which I think is a good thing, by the way. He doesn't seem to be trying to really uh, uh, imitate Tolkien's sort of peculiar speech patterns, which were widely Uh commented on. That's, of course, got worse, I believe, in his later years. I I I wouldn't have expected it to be such a big issue when he was younger uh, at this age. So it's, again, I think it's good that he's not trying to imitate, like, recordings of the, you know, 60-year-old Tolkien reading or something like that. Um, However, he was obviously... One thing on which pretty much every contemporary account agrees is that he was not a fluent and comfortable speaker. Um, and so right. I like that, you know, the, 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 the sort of, you know, awkward and halting nature of him, I, you know, I think was... Well, very um, endearing. Yeah, yeah. There's very underdog kind of thing. You, you, you want him to succeed and she's obviously interested in him. So at a very core human level of people who have nothing, you know, no prior knowledge of Tolkien... They would want to come to this just to see this awkward, geeky kid get the girl. That's right. you know, right, right, very common theme in in popular film. Yeah, right, exactly. And you know, uh, in a lot of ways, again, if you had told me six months ago that this film was going to be a film of like the awkward, geeky kid getting the girl, I'd have been like. Okay, I could imagine a lot worse than that. <laughs> like we could have done way worse than that. I was given a fair bit of comfort once we saw the the director and the writer. Great, mm-hmm. we know that they can handle you know the yeah. nuance and whatnot. And to be honest, Nicholas Holt, like I've always had a good respect for him as an actor. He's a big name, so that's going to draw some crowds. And coming off the te- the heels of the favorite. He got such wonderful accolades for that film. So coming off of that into this, mm-hmm. and it's a month before X-Men comes out. So in terms of like getting some of the popular audience to come along, you might just get some some folks who love superhero movies to, to check out this Tolkien right. thing. So cool. hang on a second. All right. I, let me confess my ignorance and then I'll explain it. He's an X-Men? What's he doing he, in X-Men? He, oh, Corey, yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. He's the Beast. He's the Beast? Okay. He's Beast. Okay. You know, 
Kelsey Grammer and the old one turns into the big blue beast. Aha, this yeah, is right. him as a kid. Got yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 here, here's my excuse. My excuse is I'm a completionist and I'm totally going to do the whole X-Men series, but I like missed the first few and I haven't had time. And so I've been deliberately ignoring them for many years because I had to start at the beginning. So I will at some point No, I just I've now watched all the Marvel films that there are and I've completed that and I'm almost done watching all the Doctor Who. I'll do X-Men at some point um, and then I won't be. I understand. But for now, I'm the I same with Game of Thrones. I haven't seen any of it yet. I know. Yeah, I know. Me neither. Well, there, I'm waiting for it oh, to good. be done, and then I'll watch it all the way through. That's 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 I exactly. Marath- the point. I will like get mono and just marathon it for that's a week it. and a half. I mean, see, the thing is, like, there's enough in life to do without waiting for stuff to come out. Like, I'm too old yeah. to wait for stuff to come out anymore. Like, I'm done with that. And, like, and yeah. the joy of binging. I mean, you, yeah, we all remember exactly. our first time binging a box set and how gorgeous that is. So anyway, exactly. back to Tolkien. Exactly. Back to Tolkien. So <laughs> good. So that. But thank you for. I did. I didn't know the X Men thing. So I appreciate that. Um. Yeah. So, okay. So let's see. So what else did I like about? So okay. The TCBS stuff. That was another thing that I really liked. So that passage that we did, which <laughs> Curtis was saying, you will have my art and my poetry <laughs> and my music. And yeah. my, my bow, yes. <laughs> exactly. Right, yeah. It's, I, it's, that, that's good. But, um, so, okay. Uh, the... Um, I was interested... This seemed to me risky, in a sense, what when they the um, the, the the part I was just doing, uh, yeah, this bit, right? Because they're completely over the top, right? We should form a club, a brotherhood. We change the world. We'll change the power the world. of oh, yeah. art with the power of art. Now, I quote that line out of context, and it sounds incredibly cheesy, right? But the thing is. That's kind of how they talked, right? That's exactly yeah. how they talked. This is... I, and like, yeah. Sorry. Oh, I could just get excited. And look what they created. I mean, they're... I mean, think about where you were as a 12-year-old obsessive kid with Tolkien. Like, yeah, that's totally the crap that I said. Because I was like, yeah, I'm going to change the world. Right. Inspired by things that inspire you. And that's what these guys are doing. And they're feeding off each other mm-hmm. as young kids. Like, of course you're going to have enthusiasm. And if you have validation from your friend... That's saying what you're saying is cool. I'm on board. You're only going to up the ante. Yeah. Yeah. And in terms of cheesy factor and appealing to a fan base and an audience, you've got that music alongside, you've got the zoom shots of Oxford walking through the streets, the overhead shot and the behind where they're on the cobbles and you feel like you're walking with them. They're literally like yeah. bringing you into the story. You're yeah. walking behind them yeah. as if you're part of the posse. Like that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right, yeah. right here. Especially when, yep. is that, is that, is that Christopher Wiseman? I'm not sure which one he is. The one who turns around and opens his arms, right? As if to embrace not only yeah, the three know. of them, but us as well, right? Yeah. But that's us. really cool how yeah. that goes. Yeah. That's great. Um, uh, so yeah, it's, it's, I, I agree. This is, it's, 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 it's true to, you know, not only how people this age talk, right? But again, like, we know they talked this way, like in their letters, you can see it. It's, you know, even in the couple TCBS letters that we have at the beginning of the, of Tolkien's published letters, changing the world, you know, through the power of art is kind of exactly how they talked about this stuff. So this was another thing that I, so just as I was, so I think one step for me 
right, was uh, that just I was kind of blown away by the language, by leading with the language, the choice to lead with the language thing. And the fact that they seem to have the languages and the stories going in the right order, which I totally never expected. So I was like, okay, like Tolkien cred up several notches at that point. And then this felt really true to a lot of the spirit of the TCBS. And I wasn't sure they were going to do that exactly. Like there were so many different ways. I mean, sure. Okay. He has this group of friends and even remember, well, I'm I'm forgetting now. What was the word in that blurb that we were, was it outcasts? Was that the word that we were focusing on? Misfits or outcasts. Misfits or yeah. One of those words, which, which suggested to me a completely wrong minded approach to the TCBS. Um, and 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 yeah, and fellow outcasts. Outcasts, yeah, fellow yep. outcasts. Again, there are so many um, ways that they could have taken Tolkien's group of friends, right? Uh, who were you know all sort of interested in the same things, and who kind of and who um, you know were his close friends who then died in World War One. Like there are lots of ways that they could have taken that, um, and I was not at all taking for granted uh, that they were gonna like actually show the TCBS interested in the kinds of things that the TCBS was actually interested in, in. you know, and and they seem to be, at least again, as far as we can tell in this trailer, uh, you know, that was, um, uh, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, William uh, Bowden Ritchie said it's uh, not too dead poet society, but enough in order to bring in the audience who like that kind of thing. Well, exactly. And again, William, I, again, if you told me six months ago that we were going to get like, you know, Dead Poet Society with a British accent for the TCBS, I'd be, I'd be like, you know, you could do worse. You could do worse (laughs) than that. It's not ideal, but you could do worse. And this is better than that. This is better. I mean, it has some of that atmosphere, but what we get is really encouraging what we got of the TCBS. So I was glad to see that they were, um, like that they were, taking the TCBS seriously in the first trailer, but you still couldn't tell where exactly they were going with it. Um, what we got of the TCBS here encouraged me much more um, mm-hmm. as far as that element of the story is concerned, which in turn then opened the door, I think. So, okay. So getting the latter parts of the, there's a lot of like repetitive stuff, right? Um, uh, we'll come back to the Edith stuff in a second. Oh, I know. I need to go back to that, too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. So we got the Declaration that, of War, which is great. And uh, uh, Tim was saying about how the, you know, the England is at war cut, um, you know, gave him chills in the trailer, which I, 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 I thought that was really well done. Agreed. But I live in Wales and I was like, Britain is at war. Come on. Not just England. <laughs> How typically English. (laughs) Uh, Also, there's a really, while we're on that bit, if you go back to the bit where he's walking by the posters just before this. Mm -hmm. Yes. This is the first shot in the whole trailer, I think. I've only watched it a few times where he's walking from right to left. In most filmic stuff, you're moving from left to right to show forward movement. Forward like movement. that's just kind of the common. It's either a forward shot, a backward shot, or a left to right to show forward movement. You know, as a as a device. This is the only one that's right to left, and it's as the declaration of war. So I feel like there's something so jarring about that to be right. like, we are now at war, and it's wrong. Right, and it's wrong. Right, yeah. yeah. It's it's taking it's and, and specifically it's effective. taking Tolkien in like 
the opposite direction, right? Of all of these positive, you know, we had the TCBS and Edith and now war, right? Changing the world, using art, you know, and and now it's all these things that go against the nature that's been set up for the first half of the trailer. We have this really jarring shot and then it goes into the the cut shots of, of the beauty of the relationship matched that one pan where he's like, falling in love on his back and then he's in and on the ground in the mud and war. It's yeah. It's, yeah. A lovely juxtaposition. Yeah. Yeah. I think that comes after, right? With the, yeah. Um, this was it that them calling out to each other on the battlefield was, mm-hmm. was uh, one of my favorite new scenes there. I mean, we get the fiery face scene and we get the, a little bit more of the dancing scene. I, st- I still like it. Still yep. like it, and I, I still hold to the fact that this scene is like the make it or break it scene for me. If they screw this up, I'll hate the film. You know, <laughs> like that's it. Like it's all so they've got you so far. It's it's all about this, but so far, still good, right? Yeah, and then right there, there's the cut. I know that you really like uh, there. Um, uh, not sure what's up with the dragon, uh, but. Um, it's a little too in your face. The Balrog and the flame in the earlier one I quite liked because it's subtle and, oh, it's evil and menacing. Dragon, I'm like, eh. <laughs> right. Right. Um, and then, of course, we get this shot, which I of which I was not a huge fan. This is like the... Okay, no. The one that I really hated was like the two horsemen pretending to wave swords at each other. But this was my second least favorite shot from the first trailer just because, again, I, I didn't like the whole... Um, uh, uh, that sort of direct, like when he is in World War One, he is experiencing, like, or rather, in his stories, he's like directly, uh, um, yeah, as if World War One completely inspired. Obviously, it influenced. Clearly, it shaped. Again, no questions about that. But as if to be like, I'm writing about stories where there is a dark lord because I was at war. You know, as if what if he hadn't been at war, like Morgoth wouldn't have existed, and he would have written stories about like puppies and unicorns his whole life. You know, like no, that's not how it would have worked. And again, not saying that that's what they're gonna say, right? But again, I that's what's what I dislike about this. However, in context. In the sort of new context that they've given, Love that. yeah, this is great. This is presumably him with trench fever, right? So this is presumably him invalided out at the end, which actually this, I didn't think about this. Where does this movie end? I don't think we know yet. I mean, yeah. I, I, I chronologically it's coming back to war and, and losing his friends, dealing with the tragedy and then internalizing that tragedy and taking it into art is where I imagine it going, but right. we don't actually know. Yeah, I'm just trying to think, like, what's the, what's the, Darren Gray says he thinks it'll end with, in a hole in the ground there lived the Hobbit. <laughs> That'd be cool. Or, hi, my name's C.S. Lewis. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Somebody in so. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wonder, on, on that same subject of where does it end, uh, first of all, when is this, I wonder? Like, is this uh, one of his tutors? So, like, he's still a student with the TCBS? I I assume assume? so, because he said, I've never encountered anybody quite like you. So I assume he's had many students and is a professor of some sort at Oxford. Right. Rather than, like, that's probably not Tolkien. But here's the one that I was wondering about. Is this Tolkien after the war or not? 
I think this he's is alone. Tolkien at university because he's wearing his his Oxford cloak, isn't he? And yeah. he was quite famous for riding his bike through the streets and yelling out yawp and things like that as as he his his barbaric yawp, so to speak, of dead poets. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just noticed when you were scrolling through that before the the pen on paper is actually writing in the hole in the ground. There was a hobbit. Those are the first lines. I hadn't seen oh, wait, that. Where'd it go? I mean, oh, it, there it was. There. Sorry. Hey, you're in absolutely right, Darren. You're absolutely right. There it is. I didn't notice yep. it either. Yep. Yeah. Figure. Oh, Darren, I think you've got it. I think that 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 could be like the final, the final scene, right? Mm. You could totally yeah. roll credits after that. In a hole in the ground, there lived a hobbit. Roll credits. That'd be good, good. actually. Yeah, that would totally work. And then Darren is would be right. There you go. Um, <laughs> Gold star. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, I, I was thinking, Tony, yeah, exactly. I was thinking, um, the, yeah, the biking thing, like, I'm like, is this him? Is he, is he working, uh, at the OED here? Like, again, is this like in the immediate post-war years? Is this, you know, him? I, I'm going to assume that if they, uh, do they get him to Oxford? Cause I mean, if you're going to start with, you're going to end with a, in a hole in the ground that lived a hobbit, you're going to go through like decades of his life yeah. you know yeah. 20 years of his post or maybe there's or a maybe there's a giant jump cut you know yeah, so we maybe. end at this youthful one and then we slip ahead a couple decades yeah and we just see him at his desk with older edith giving him a cup of tea or something yeah yeah um mm. that that i would have to think they would do something like that i mean they they can't there's no way that they could uh well and in terms and in terms of appealing to the audience that they love, I mean, obviously the Tolkienists are a little bit more comfortable now because we have acknowledged that he is an academic and he has a gift of language and things like that. But you also still have this massive fan base that's just Jacksonites that want right. to touch base with something Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have any kind of nod to the Peter Jackson trilogies right. that, that well, they're familiar with, exactly. they're going to be disappointed. So I, that's, exactly. how, that's how I feel about that last shot, where it's mm-hmm. so clearly Peter Jackson. And personally, I don't mind that, because I like spending time in Middle Earth. I'm quite happy to go back and visit my friends. If there's some sort of a light allusion to it, great, that's okay. Um, yeah. But if it's at a gimmicky level, I have no interest in that. And in the trailer, it feels a little gimmicky, but I understand why they're doing it. Yeah, exactly. When it goes straight into the gold ring after it, it's mm-hmm. like the shot of Mordor with mm-hmm. the gold ring. I'm like, I hear oh. it. No, that makes... Uh, if, if I had nothing but that, I would be like still in 100% dread mode as far as this film is concerned. No, but we have so much more to, to calm the dread. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm so glad they saved that until the end, you know, because then I yeah. was like, ah, okay. Um, but um, yeah, now, so a couple things. Uh, two people, uh, Darren and um, um, Darren and uh, who was it? Cat uh, were pointing out that D- Dimitri Femi thinks that Derek Jacobi is playing Joseph Wright. Uh, that's what I was assuming too. If assuming that that is uh, sort of you know in that era with you know Tolkien as young academic, which it sounds like, I was assuming that he was going to be Joseph Wright too. Um, uh, yeah, that makes a whole lot of sense. And um, the um, the the other thing that a couple people are pointing out, uh, uh, Robert Henderson just pointed it out, and uh, uh, Kate. Boswell pointed it out. Christopher Tolkien is cast. Um, IMDb lists Christopher Tolkien uh, as a character in the film. Uh, so we must be getting some kind of jump forward or not. You know, it it could simply be a show. Like, 
maybe it's simply like you pan up from the parchment, you know, upon which he is writing, uh, which by the way, like I was noticing that, does that look like an exam book to you? I don't really know. Like there are lines on it. There's no lines on it. I mean, it, anyway, whatever. It's no, it doesn't look like any kind of exam book I ever, I ever wrote in or read. No, and uh, pen and ink. Oh, get about that time. Mind. Yeah. Mm. Um, but anyway, with him writing this, like maybe Christopher could be cast for something as simple as like, you know, like you pan up and there's a kid, you know, right. Exactly. A a kid runs in right as he's writing this or something, you know, that uh, nothing could be, or like, uh, you know, it could be, yeah. So he writes this, the kid runs in and says, daddy, what, you know, what do you, you know, what's that daddy or something, you know, I could imagine them doing something like that with Christopher. Or when they match lines, you know, they, they've highlighted so much that, tell me a story, tell me a story. What if it ends with little Christopher running in saying, Daddy, tell me a story? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. No, it could. Exactly. And that's, um, uh, yeah, a couple of, uh, uh, yeah, Kate was uh, suggesting that too. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Um, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I think that that's, um, that's interesting. I, um, do not expect any significant portion of the action of the story to take place after this. I mean, I didn't have enough time to process it when I just watched the trailer through at full speed, but those two scenes, the scene of him clearly in a hospital bed with Edith embracing him and the scene of him biking in his uh, gown right uh, down the road, um, both suggest that we're clearly going to get post-war Tolkien, um, which I wasn't assuming we were going to get necessarily. Um, so that is interesting. <laughs> oh, uh, belongs Bond. No, Christopher Tolkien is not appearing in the film, uh, but his cast in the film. <laughs> Want to make sure we're not raising any expectations about we that. We know the character will be there. Yes, the character. So. IMDb lists the character as being present. So, um, yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad you're 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 assured by it. What would be right before Corey and I started this, we had very differing sides. So I have to say, you've you have brought me a little bit more towards the middle because I was like, I'm bored. <laughs> like filmically, yeah, so, I found so this trailer to walk be me through the boredom. Very... Yeah, I just, I just felt it was very similar to the first one. Like I started taking notes, and I'm like, "Yep, it's the same. Yep, it's the same." Like we've got mm-hmm. the journey, we've got the adventure, we've got the fellowship. Like it's got the same headings, right. but at the same time, that makes sense because they're hammering home the same message. They've right. got a structure that works. They're sticking with it. So really, they've just taken our one minute trailer and stretched it out to two minutes and given us more info. Um, I was getting a little bored that I didn't really know what the point was. It felt like they had shoehorned in this, look, he's an academic. Look, he's falling in love. Look, there's this. And look, he went to war. And it was very much more war heavy. So it does have that kind of match effect of like, look, this inspired the stories we know. Do you see it? Do you see it? It inspired it. It just right. hammered it home too much to me. But I can um, see how. Like, yeah. like story-wise, that was just kind of right. annoying. And right. I was like, I get it. I've seen this before. So there wasn't anything new. But that all being said, I still feel feel quite positive about it. Like visually, I think it's beautiful. I think mm-hmm. it's well shot. The lighting is lovely. The characters, the costume, like all that stuff is super engaging. Mm-hmm. That if I was not a Tolkien fan, I would still see this and be like, ooh, Downton Abbey. I love that kind of stuff, you know, right. and be drawn right. into it. Right. 
Right. But yeah, in terms of, of satisfying uh, a film expectation, I think it looks great. In terms of a second trailer, it was boring, but that's <laughs> what second trailers sometimes are. They just drop in enough to get you excited. Right. And if, if the thing that I'm supposed to get excited about is he's a linguist, I mean, you know, I love him. I know I love his, his linguistic capabilities. That's why we're here. But that's not really like, you know, flashing the, the ring of Sauron or anything. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, no, I, 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 I can see that. And I would certainly say, I mean, I hadn't really thought about this, but you're right. When I think about it in those terms, if I ask myself the question, okay, based on this trailer, what is the core story of this film? Right. <laughs> I don't, I, you're right. I don't know. Um, yeah. And like so many biopics recently have focused on such a small moment of somebody's life. Mm -hmm. And this is quite a substantial chunk of this guy's life. And it's, it's definitely formative years. It's definitely innocence into corruption, you know, from wide eyed and going to change the world to the, the horrors of war. But there's also this core of love through it. So I think love is going to be their through line. And I love the bit in this trailer where they say magic again, because we had yeah. magic in the first one. But as they say magic, they go to that mirror and it's in the reflection of the mirror are the two of them as children. And then when it pans yes. back, it's them as adults. This one. Here. There. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. walking towards the mirror, they're young. And then walking past the mirror, they're grownups. Yes. Um, and just in terms of, you know, a device, I think that's absolutely lovely. And it does have a, a bit of magic about it. But it's all, like, magic and love have been interchangeable in these trailers. Yes. The word. Yes. So I think yes. that's going to be our through line. Which you could argue is probably a through line of Lord of the Rings. So sure. why not sure. bring this core of his life into the core of the story? Yeah, no, I can, I can, I can get behind that. And obviously we're going to get some... Now, though again... Okay, I was about to say, well, I, you know, obviously you can tell some of the story with the TCBS, but actually, no, I don't know where it's going exactly. That is, so we get the, we are a brotherhood, right? Even, you know, forgetting the fellowship thing at the end. An alliance. Right, the alliance, whatever. You know, then you get the, 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 so we got the idealistic, like, you know, the music, the poetry, you know, the, the, the stories. Um, and then we... Oh, hey, I just noticed something on your previous point. Right before we get Tolkien walking backwards, look what we get here. This guy crossing and then turning and starting to walk backwards. And starting to walk backwards. Right. Oh, I love it when there's vindication. Yeah, so we get this guy Validation. just pivoting in place. And then you get Tolkien going backwards across the screen. That's great. Mm -hmm. Sorry, just as we as I was going past that, I was like, oh, hey, look. Anyway, um, I... <laughs> This and then literally putting on the cap, putting on the uniform, wearing yeah. the mantle. Yeah. Um, where's the like we are invulnerable part? I think it was later. Was it later? It was towards the end, wasn't it? Yeah, fellowship's the last line, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. Here. It was this part. This is more than just a friendship. It's an alliance. Right, the rugby. An invincible. Alliance. Invincible Alliance. Right. Okay. So we cut from the words Invincible Alliance to Tolkien's face grieving for his dead friends <laughs> right after the alliance has been broken. So, yeah. And when they say Invincible and then we cut to him as an invalid in the hospital. Yes. 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 Morning half of the TCBS. Exactly. So, um, 
the the tragedy and horrible irony of that is obviously important, but again, like, so what's the message? You know, like, again, what's the story? Is it... Because I, I don't get the impression that this is just going to be, like, horribly grim. You know, the, like, the message of this is all hopes fail and, you know, like, everything is passes away and comes to nothing. Like, I don't think that's going to be the message. Um, I, you... The emphasis laid on the TCBS is predominantly this is like love and strength and like pushing him forward and um and obviously we're going through tragedy and especially again the the scene that I really liked with him and I forget is it GB Smith uh, the one who's crying out for, to him on the battlefield the oh, yeah, part that so. I really liked um yeah that was earlier um uh uh yeah him, this this one this is this is GB Smith I think I don't know sorry I think it is because I so I looked this up because just by coincidence um I just my wife and I just watched one of the new Agatha Christie adaptations from Amazon Prime mm-hmm. where this guy played one of the main characters so like I had just watched him in that other thing when the first trailer came out and I was like why wait I know that guy I just watched him so I looked him up in ID IMDb and I'm pretty sure he's GB Smith um, but anyway. Watch me be wrong. Uh, but anyhow, um, him crying out on the battlefield to Tolkien and Tolkien crying out to him, and we know he's going to die, right? So, uh, I mean, I assume they're going to stay true to the fact that, that the two of them die. Um, but again, like, which... Of, so, no, Phil, the one thing I'm sure of is that it's not the one who dies, or the one who survives. That's Christopher Wiseman, and I'm pretty sure he's the blonde uh, guy. In fact, we, we, we can tell that for sure, Where's the uniform scene with them all four standing in uniform? What is yeah, that? Uh, it's right after the the war posters. Yeah, it's, it's right just after, after the war halfway. posters. Uh, e- e- there, there that's Christopher Wiseman. He's the Navy guy. Yeah. He's the only yeah. one in the Navy, and the other three are in the Army. So um, that's definitely Christopher Wiseman. So he was the one who was turning around and embracing the audience and saying, you know, we will be a, you know, we should form an alliance. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, it, it is G.B. Smith. I was right. So this is G.B. Smith. Uh, yeah. And that's the, he's the one who gets the most FaceTime, I think. Certainly the most intimate FaceTime with Tolkien is the one that is embracing him on at least one occasion. This one, right? Mm-hmm. Him comforting mm-hmm. Tolkien there. That's Smith. Um, this what was segueing immediately to the two of them crying out from you know on the battlefield in what I have to assume. Well, I guess I don't have to, but you know I kind of imagine maybe like J.B. Smith's death scene here, right? Um, yeah. uh, as they're being you know torn apart, especially since we juxtapose that immediately with the Balrog explosion with the monster. and the yeah. and the bodies flying everywhere. It doesn't look good. Um, yeah, uh, but. Um, Anyway, so, um, uh, yeah, Kate says, uh, may we hope that we hear Smith asking Tolkien what the first A. Arendel poem meant. You know, Kate, I would have said you would be crazy for expecting anything like that, but hey, they got the language thing right. Who knows? Um, uh, you know, so, uh, I was just seeing on, uh, Twitch, somebody said, um, Pontipinberry, not in the trailer, but IMDb also has Gandalf as a character. And we mentioned that last time. Yeah, Gandalf is listed there. And that actually made me nervous at first because I thought it was going to be like um, 
the what was that Beatrix Potter movie that Renee Zellweger was in? And she like talks to her characters throughout and like has right. this interchange with them, right. which is cute with Beatrix Potter, but it's just far too twee, which is a, I don't know a very British word for too cute. Yeah, of like it just wouldn't suit this. So I was quite nervous that like, Oh God, we're going to have an imaginary Gandalf over his shoulder, like the good angel trying to influence him and give him wise words. And I'm, oh, I'm a little bit placated. It doesn't look like we're going to have that. Yeah. Well, you know, so I don't know how he'll be worked in, but he is cast. So we'll see. I am honestly surprised that given that they've cast that there's no tease of Gandalf in the trailer at all at all. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, I would, even if he's only on screen for one second, they could have put that second in the trailer, especially and that would have been that, the hook for us. That to be like, <gasps> exactly. Right. <laughs> then, then like, you know, millions of Peter Jackson fans out there are like, Gandalf's in it. Right. I mean, yeah, I, right, right. it's kind of surprising if Gandalf's in it, that they resisted that temptation, actually kind of kudos to them for resisting that temptation. Well, uh, well let's, yeah, let's see how they use Gandalf. Then we can work with the kudos. Well, <laughs> you know, I, I'm giving them kudos for that. You know, who knows? We may, we may have to lump uh, further criticism, uh, you know, upon them for, uh, uh, for other things after, That's but so far so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah. So uh, Kate, uh, uh, Neville's wondering if uh, uh, will uh, Derek Jacobi morph from like Joseph Wright to the old wizard? Like, will we get Jacobi as Ga- you know? So like Joseph Wright as Gandalf, or oh. you know, that's an interesting idea. Mm-hmm. I can imagine that that couldn't be done. Okay. How's that for praise? <laughs> I could imagine a situation in which that doesn't suck, <laughs> but but I can imagine I, plenty in which it does. I feel like we're I feel like we're trying so hard to like, you know, it, it, 10, 15 years ago I would have been on the rooftops like, oh, it's a Tolkien movie, but you kind of have to walk that line. Like, I'm trying to be cautious, but I'm actually really excited. But I'm trying to be cautious. <laughs> yeah, well, and for me, like. <sighs> It's for me, it's the other way. Like I said, I was six months ago. If you asked me about this film, I would be like, oh, I wish they weren't making this and I'm going to watch it because I have to watch it. It's like my job, you know, Uh, but if I could avoid it, I would like I that's how un that's how much I was not looking forward (laughs) to this film. Um, So this is very much not for me the result of like happy anticipation. But I have to yeah. admit, I am now, like, legitimately excited and curious to see this film. I, I'm not saying that I'm, like, hugely confident that it's going to be awesome. I can still easily imagine lots of things going awry. Um, but uh, but I'm now actually interested. Like, I'm, I, am, I, am, I am now looking forward to seeing it instead of dreading, uh, dreading seeing it. Uh, so... Cool. So, hey, you yeah, know, I've, the trailer people have accomplished that. And I, I know that I'm evaluating the trailer. Like, what I'm asking of the trailer is a different thing. Like, because I'm not coming at it like, what is this film? And what is its story? And why should I care? Like, I know I should care, right? That doesn't have to hook <laughs> me about why I should care, right? Yeah. So what I'm looking for is, like, the elements. And so 
had they put those scenes in an almost random fashion, right? You can take the bits of this trailer, shuffle them totally arbitrarily, and I would probably still love it because that's what I'm looking right. for. Like each element and uh, and thinking about what each one suggests about what they're doing and how they're treating Tolkien's life. And by and large, the balance of my analysis of those things is that I kind of like it. I, I, it makes me um, feel better about where they're going with the film. But I can totally understand how it doesn't necessarily um, lead up to, objectively speaking, an excellent storytelling uh, trailer. Well, yeah, and, and I mean, academically, I'm looking at it as to what are they trying to do with cutting this film together? What kind of things are they trying to achieve? How are they accessing their audience and things like that? Because I like the fan studies and the engagement side of it. Yeah. So you can see, like, yeah, the Jackson stuff will get the popular culture. The period stuff will get the BBC fans and the Masterpiece Theater fans and the Downton Abbey fans, things like yeah. that. Yeah. But the fact that they're hitting on some actual core criteria of Tolkien's life that satisfy the Tolkienists, mm-hmm. like that's an extra level of street cred. Yeah. You know, so Absolutely. they are accessing like I, I call it fan speak. You know, when you're able to speak the language of the people that know way more than you mm-hmm. and you can converse with them appropriately then you have access to this level of, of fan that is very hard to tap into. So I'm yeah. not saying they've won us over yet, but they're doing the right things to kind of yeah. tick the boxes to say, all right, Jackson fans, we got you. All right, Master fans, we got you. All right, Tolkien fans, we're getting you. <laughs> we're getting you. Know? you. <laughs> yeah. And, that, and that's where I have trust with this director and this writer. Like, they're they're not dummies. They're not J.J. Abrams. They're, you know, they're not yeah. doing these crazy big budget they're more finesse than that at least that's the feeling i'm getting right again cautiously optimistic i'm leaving my pitchfork and my torch at home you know <laughs> yeah yeah no exactly um yeah and i like uh kate's uh comment there she says what she came away with is that they're being respectful the main cast is doing a good job whether the film is a success you know or not is yet to be seen and it's pretty <laughs> you know and, I think all four of those things are perfectly are perfectly valid. I I definitely agree with all those things. So, all right. Well, we have come to the end of our hour. We should probably go. I'm trying to keep our reaction uh, 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 broadcasts comparatively short. Thanks, Maggie, for joining me again. This was super fun. Uh, Thanks for helping me understand what I liked about the trailer. (laughs) And um, uh, yeah, so. We'll we'll have, you know, more stuff as stuff comes out. We want to kind of stay current with some of these things and with some other things, uh, too. It's really fun to be able just to kind of get together and um, both with each other here and then with all of you guys as well to just kind of share these moments and think through these things together and everything. Well, one way or another, whether this film is good or bad, we'll make it through together, everybody. So we'll do it together. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's a lot of fun. Um, uh, so anyway, um, uh, so thanks for joining us. The next thing that's happening, we're, um, we're doing a similar kind of reaction thing on uh, the, uh, the, the Amazon Prime map. Amazon. Yeah, the, the map that we, we've, I've been waiting to talk about the map because they, you know, they've been doing like bit by bit. There's enough bits to talk about now, definitely. So we're we're gonna we're gonna have that conversation on Sunday night at 9 p.m. So you can join us. There's another uh, webinar link if you want to join us in the webinar. If you want to join us on Twitch, there's um, uh, you can you can you can join us at Twitch at 9 p.m. Eastern uh, uh, for that. Um, and uh, we'll have so it'll be me and Dave Kale and Trish Lambert and maybe a special guest or two as well. Who knows? Um, so anyhow, um, we're gonna be. Uh, 
Yeah, so, William, I'm sorry. It's not a very EU-friendly time, I know. I I apologize. Um, It's hard. (laughs) It's hard. But that was the only time we could all get together. So um, uh, uh, that is another advantage of getting to work with Maggie, is that it keeps me honest on the the EU-friendly times. Uh, Because, of course, uh, Maggie is over there. I don't want to be awake past 1130, (laughs) which is what it is now. Exactly. Exactly. All right. But all of these things, as, as usual, the videos will be posted there on Twitch, but the, uh, our video, videos are also going to be posted to our YouTube channel where you can see the old uh, trailer discussion as well in case you missed that. So thanks, everybody. See you guys soon. Bye. Bye.